You're listening to the Conscious Her Podcast. Today, I'm sharing an easy yet majorly impactful exercise that I recently received from the spirit realm that will help you take your power back over all of those fearful and self-sabotaging thoughts and monkey chatter of your brain and ego so that you can finally hear, connect with, and be led by the voice of your soul. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Kimberly Morrow, and you're listening to The Conscious Her Podcast. The Conscious Her is an accessible online platform and community of conscious women that are empaths, highly sensitive people, and intuitives who are both curious and passionate about spiritual and energetic self-development. As a professional psychic medium, spiritual guide and mentor, intuitive energy healer and channel for over five years now, I dedicate my life to reconnecting energetically sensitive women to the divine within themselves so that they can live the most fulfilling, rewarding and transformational life possible by remembering who they are and why they're here. If you're looking to learn how to leverage and apply your incredible energetic gifts in your personal and professional life and utilize your intuition and sensitivity as your personal superpowers, this podcast is for you. So let's dive into today's discussion right now. Hey, beautiful light being, and welcome to the Conscious Her podcast. I am back after a few weeks of holidays in South America, which was amazing, by the way. And now that I'm settled in and getting back into my routine for the past couple of weeks, I'm ready to dive into the podcast. Today's episode number 38 is called How to Dismantle Your Fears and Be Led by Your Soul. Now, you might be thinking like, geez, that's a pretty big statement, or you're really going to cover all of that in one episode, Kim? Like, that seems like a pretty big promise, right? Well, the reality of this is that this episode is actually focused on an exercise that I'm going to lead you through very carefully, and then you're going to see how simple it actually is. And I have to mention as well, I also practiced and tested this exercise with one of my prodigy clients very recently, and we totally blasted through a massive wall that she had been dealing with for a very long time using this technique. So I'm so excited to share it with you too. This exercise is something that I downloaded from Spirit last week while I was doing something very mindless, like brushing my teeth or something like that. And I just knew I had to get it on the podcast for you. The reason is because whether you're starting a soul-led business or not, everyone deals with fear to varying degrees throughout their life. It's very normal, right? And sometimes, unfortunately, those fears can be downright debilitating and overwhelming. And the problem with fear is the illusions it creates that can keep you stuck and stagnant, and it can prevent you from living the life your soul desires to create and manifest for you. As humans, we have a tendency to give our fears a lot of power and we give our power away to our fears and then let it dictate 
everything in our lives. Now, fear itself is simply an emotion and, an, and a reaction that our brain creates. Our brain is simply responsible for keeping us alive. And so besides running the programs of a functioning body, it also creates thoughts that keep us safe, comfortable, cushy, and protected. Our brain wants us to stay the same and it resists change. In our mental planes alongside our brain is our ego and our ego is a version of ourselves that is concerned with individual identity as well as survival. It's focused on very surface level matters like whether or not people like you or accept you, your self-image, your achievements, what you own, materialism, and so forth. The problem is that although this is a slowly changing world, uh, we live primarily in a world that has always appealed to both the brain and and the ego and often rewards the brain and ego. And so we have learned to operate and function and navigate in the world in this way, giving our brain and ego the ability to call all the shots in our lives, right? And for many people, this is normal. This is life. And they're quite happy to live their lives this way. And I have no problem with that. The unfortunate result of this is that People give too much authority to their brain and their ego, and they can become disconnected from what truly matters to them, their truth, their authenticity, and their values in life. And then they continue to be victims of their circumstances. They stay in situations they hate. They repress their needs and desires. They deny themselves happiness or fulfillment. And they stay in places or around people that don't serve them. And let's be honest, our brain and ego, it's loud. It's in our face. It's negative in nature. It's obnoxious. It's repetitive. It's just hard to ignore in general. So we often give it the most attention. And because we give it the most attention, we focus on those things. And because we focus on those things, we create realities and manifestations that are not actually what we truly want. Okay, this is where the law of attraction can go wrong, right? And I know that if you're listening to this podcast, there's a pretty good chance that you have values around truth, authenticity, freedom, acceptance, compassion, connection, and service, because many of you listening are actually light workers and light leaders in your own unique way, whether you know it or not yet. Light workers and light leaders are people with remarkable gifts and abilities who are led primarily by their soul to provide healing, growth, expansion, ascension, and learning for others and to global consciousness on behalf of source. They're not perfect people by any means, and often they have difficult lives or have experienced a lot of trauma, both big and small. But most importantly, they have a core mission of service to humanity and to raise the planet's frequency. I also believe that 90% of people who are empaths, highly sensitive people, and intuitives are actually light workers, but whether they choose to pursue that path as a light worker is another story, of course. Therefore, you likely have a great interest in 
overcoming the sabotages of your brain and ego so that you can listen to the direction of your soul with clarity and confidence and do the soul work you came here to do. So I know a lot about empaths, highly sensitive people, intuitives and light workers, because I not only study them, but I also work with this group of people every day in my business and in my career. So I'm very aware of the particular fears that my community has and what sabotages are very common occurrences. So every day, as I continue to grow and evolve as a light worker, my mission also evolves with me. And part of my service as a light worker, not just being a psychic medium, is also being a soul seer, a soul seeker, a soul activator, and a soul blueprint reader. My gifts evolve around understanding the soul and soul consciousness and how it connects and intertwines with our human experiences. So part of what I do is I help others, particularly in my niche, to activate their gifts and abilities and live their life in accordance with their soul, especially when it comes to developing a soul-led business so that they can create the most rewarding, fulfilling, and transformational life possible in alignment with their truth. So recently I had a fantastic download from Source that is not only relaxing, but it can also help shortcut this confusion and frustration that we often run into when we have trouble differentiating the voice of our brain and ego from the voice of our soul and sometimes our intuition that is communicating with this. And this download was actually given to me as an exercise, which I'm going to walk you through momentarily in a step-by-step process. So there is a quote in the form of a question, which you may or may not have heard of before, and it goes like this. Before you speak, ask yourself, is it kind Is it necessary? Is it true? You often see that being taught to young children in their early education years to promote peaceful and compassionate communication with their peers. So typically you'll see that in kindergarten, in early grade school, in preschool. But can you imagine if we were also taught to repeat this phrase to ourselves before or after we spoke to ourselves, whether that was in our head or out loud. Can you imagine how powerful that would be if we said to ourselves, before we focus on those thoughts about ourselves, is it kind? Is it necessary? Is it true? Can you imagine how much different this world would be if we learned how to manage the thoughts of the brain and the ego, especially negative ones, take them with a grain of salt, and then move our attention and thoughts to something that would actually serve us? Okay, so here is what I would like you to do. This is the exercise that came through from Spirit. First of all, number one, find a very quiet place for yourself with a journal. If you can be alone and in your own company, that's even better. Sit in stillness, close your eyes, and just take some long, deep breaths to bring your heart rate down and to relax into your body to the best of your ability. Number two, Visualize, sense, or feel yourself sending some little tap roots from the bottom of your feet all the way down into the ground or to the earth below you and send energy from the bottom of your feet down through the root and into the earth. Number three, 
think about an issue, a challenge, a hardship, or a problem that you're currently experiencing and facing that is causing you a lot of fear, worry, or concern. Okay. Then in your journal, write down all of the thoughts that you're having associated with that fear. Okay. So whatever the fear is, you could write that down first. And then after that, you're going to list all of the thoughts that you have connected to that fear. Okay. Number four, Once you've written as many thoughts as you can on that topic of fear or worry or concerns, return to the first thing that you wrote down or that you recorded. Okay. Number five, take some deep breaths. And I want you to imagine that you are bringing this thought to your brain and to your ego, which is a separate entity from you. So invite your brain and your ego to be present with you. And I want you to consciously ask your brain and your ego, Hey, this first thought that we're having, is this thought kind? Yes or no. Wait for a response. Okay. Is this thought necessary? Yes or no, wait for a response. Is this thought true? Yes or no, wait for a response. Okay. Then pay attention to any explanations or reasoning that comes with the answer. Number six, continue this process for every thought that you have on that same topic of fear or worry or concern that you're experiencing that you wrote down. Continue to pay attention to the explanations and the reasoning that your brain and ego gives you. Over time, you may begin to see a pattern in how your brain and ego are answering these questions on this particular topic and what its beliefs are. Number seven, once you've done that with as many thoughts as you can with the brain and the ego, I want you to do this exact same exercise. But instead of going to the brain and ego, you're going to imagine this time that you're speaking to your soul, your higher self, your higher mind, whatever it is that you want to call it. So take a moment and call on your soul to be present with you. Okay? And that could look and feel and be experienced in many different ways. But wait till you have that feeling like your soul is with you. And you're going to say the following. Dear soul, I observe that my thought is X. Okay? Whatever the concern is. Whatever the thought is on the topic. And then you're going to ask, is this thought kind? Yes or no, wait for your soul's response. Is this thought necessary? Yes or no, wait for your soul's response. Is this thought true? Yes or no, wait for your soul's response. And pay attention to any responses, explanations that come from your soul. 
Number eight, again, continue this process for every thought that you have on that same topic of fear, worry, concern that you wrote down and continue to pay attention to the responses that your soul gives you. Over time, you may begin to see a pattern in how your soul answers these questions on this particular topic of concern or worry or fear that you have, and pay attention to how you actually feel with the answers that you get. Don't be afraid to continue asking your soul questions about what comes up based on the answers that you get, okay? And finally, number nine, if anything interesting comes through from your soul, I would definitely encourage you to write it down and take note of it. Now, what you will probably discover is a stark difference between the reactions that your brain and ego give you and the responses that your soul provides you with. In most cases, your brain and ego will give you a lot of vocal chitter chatter, excuses, reasoning, confusion, or even contradictory answers, and a lot of repetition. It will continue to be fear-based and it will make you feel small. However, on the other hand, your soul will give you very quiet, gentle, and simple answers, very straightforward. This information will be based in love and compassion for self, and it will feel like a knowing that's just to the point, and it will be felt in your body in a flowing and expansive way. What we're aiming to do with this exercise is getting you to understand the different vibration that each information source here provides you with. There's quite a different feeling to both of them. You can see that if you give all of your time, energy, and attention to the reactions and communications of your brain and ego, that you continue to stay in the vibration of fear, which keeps you in a frequency that matches fear, which then keeps you experiencing a reality that gives you more reasons to have fear. So you stay stagnant in your comfort zone. Do you see how this is a trap? Most people don't even know or have the awareness that they are in this trap. Now, what if you gave most of your time, energy, and attention to receiving the responses and communications of your soul? Now, this isn't easy because this is something that we actually need to get used to. This is not the world that we live in. Your biggest challenge then becomes... The ability to be in acceptance of your truth, which only comes from your soul. This is what takes courage. This is what takes bravery. This is what takes strength to fully acknowledge and accept the truth of the information that you receive from your soul and to honor it despite living in a world that largely rewards and accepts the dictation of the brain and the ego instead. Logic, reasoning, theories, opinions, processes, structure, surface level stuff. The soul calmly and quietly guides you to your highest and best self, best life, best outcomes, best manifestations, best reality, but no one is listening to their soul. 
Imagine if you took the time to listen and honor to what you heard, especially if what you hear is directions to move forward in the most positive, beneficial way. What if you applied this to creating, establishing, and building a soul-led business as a lightworker? Now, this certainly doesn't mean it's easy. This doesn't mean it's effortless. This doesn't mean it's a shortcut. This doesn't mean that you get to bypass the hard lessons. It just means that you begin to live your life in an energetic alignment with your soul, which feels amazing, by the way. It means that you become a sovereign being and that you take your own control and power back because you begin to understand that you've always had the power. It's not outside of you. It's always been within you because you are a part of source and source consciousness. And when you're in alignment with your soul, you create real peace and happiness in your life. And when you do this, you get to move through the meaningful experiences that help you continue to grow, heal, expand, transcend, and transform. If you're a light worker, you'll also be massively inspired to turn around and help others do the same in your own unique way. And your soul will become your sacred compass and your North Star to do so. This entire concept is what creates a new world. It's what changes the world. And this is how you begin to truly be in service to the world, whether you're a light worker or not. So please go ahead and try out this exercise when you can and as often as you can, especially if you're really struggling with any type of cyclical or negative fear-based thoughts that you feel are really keeping you stuck and see if this provides you with the ability to just find some relief or clarity in what your soul is able to communicate to you. If you found this episode helpful or interesting, please go ahead and share it with someone who you feel would also benefit from it too. I'd be so happy and especially intrigued to hear your feedback on this exercise as well and what it was able to do for you. And if this episode resonated with you, please go ahead and take a screenshot on your phone and repost it to your social media channels and make sure you tag me. I would absolutely love that. Thank you again so much for listening. Have a beautiful day and I'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode and for listening to the Conscious Her podcast. I'm absolutely thrilled you're here and a part of our community. If you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure you subscribe and share it on your social media channels with your spiritual soul sisters, friends, family, and network. Chances are, if this resonated with you, it will for them too. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, I'm here to help. You can email me at hello at theconsciousher.com and I may even use your question or topic of discussion for a future podcast episode. If you want daily support for your highly sensitive soul, please visit me over on Instagram at theconsciousher. If you're interested in working with me, visit www.theconsciousher.com and be sure to subscribe to my mailing list. Finally, I do have a personal request. I believe that our purpose here is to heal ourselves and to serve others. 
and together you and I can help more people. If you would please leave a positive review for this podcast on iTunes, I'd be so eternally grateful for your support. Thank you and have a great day.